<laughs> for those yeah. people who have, you know, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, probably that bracket of cardinal signs. Um, anywhere in the 20s. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. So anywhere in the 20s. Um, we we thank you for your service on behalf of humanity. <laughs> um, I used to say um, back in the day, you know, uh, before I retired and then whatever, um, you know, that these people are at the leading edge of human evolutionary hoorah history, in other words. And the rest of us are kind of watching them going, hmm, <laughs> you know, and thankful because they're I think personally, people notice an intensity when degrees in their chart are marked, like what you're pointing out. Yeah, um, right. And, you know, there'll be that feeling of what the bleep bleep is going on. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And that yeah. To me is what, where astrology is helpful. It's not like it's not happening to you, it's happening because this is the time. This is the time, exactly. Yeah, we're talking about huge cycles here. That they're, they're not they're not out to punish us or anything else. They are cycles. They are natural. Yes, and they are the, the natural evolution and what you know warp warp and weave of the whole tapestry of life kind of thing. Exactly. And particularly Pluto because it is the slowest moving and it inches its way through <laughs> which is good which is good and exactly. and we can be happy that that this whole configuration for instance isn't happening in Taurus because he inches even slower when he's going no, through yeah, yeah that would be slow. just horrendous yeah. yeah yeah no he's he's not I mean yeah when in in 2008 he'll he'll be out of it by 2023 I think it is yeah, yeah. um so Again, you know, that's that's the long enough period if you've got your planets or planets activated <laughs> yes. by those degrees. So, but but I think, yeah, the, the, the degrees from like 20 to 30 to the end of Capricorn right now yeah. are, you know, if you've got personal planets in particular or ascendant, descendant. Uh, <laughs> you and I would know nothing about that. <laughs> or any of those things. Yeah. And, um, in those degrees, then you're you're likely to have had more of a sort of personal hit from it than just global. Yes, but the global affects us personally, so it's it's not. Yeah. It's oh not yeah. No, it's we are connected. Yeah, for sure. And so I think you know we're looking at interesting things that have gone on in terms of those degrees. Um, the the first that were the only Saturn Pluto conjunction. They were hanging out together within inches of each other for a long time, but they didn't actually form perfect their conjunction yeah. until the 12th of January. Well, that's two days after us, uh, the eclipse in yes. January. Yep. Right? And again, and again, it's a lunar eclipse, so it was highlighting 20 degrees of ca Cancer Capricorn. Right? Yeah. Um, you've got the sun and the day of that Saturn-Pluto exact conjunction, you've got the sun, Saturn, Pluto, just about everybody. Well, well, four of them all lined up right there together in in those degrees. So again, it's like okay, we've got to look at these degrees. What are you know? Yes, because they are being highlighted and they will be triggered down the road, right? Yeah. Not just signaled by that lunar eclipse back in last year's July, but down the road, you know, even you know, we won't have another 
eclipse on it because that's not happening in Capricorn Cancer right now. No, no, that won't. Well, and it might but, happen in 18, 19 years from now, but yeah. Well, but but for the, the more, you know, yeah. short-term few years ahead. Yes, exactly. Um, but the other planets, the other personal planets, kind of do move more quickly and they... Oh, yeah, you know, they'll sun, keep dinging it. Sun will come around there again and... The, you yep. know, these are going to happen, and and again, that energy—it's like the, it's like a, a string on a uh, an instrument that's been kind of—it's vibrating already, and it just like pluck it again, and yeah, it'll vibrate yep. more. You know, so, so that that's kind of what I've been, you know, just I I don't have a a set agenda for how to talk about this because it is so huge, but I think looking at the individual players can be helpful. Okay. And. I came across this really interesting post the other day, which I, I guess it caught my attention because of Saturn. And he's talking about the origins of Christmas, okay? And, and Okay, yeah. I don't know who this guy is, but I, it's an interesting read in light of, of yes. what's going on and different perspectives. I think there are so many different perspectives we can take. Oh, right, yes. Okay, so he's saying, the origins of Christmas are satanic and have nothing to do with the birth of the true Messiah, but, but with a day in honor of Hamot's Nimrod, Lucifer, Saturn. Ah. The enemies in the Bible. This, the original Santa, considered Satan, was a demonic deity named Krampus that would kidnap children. Now, from, this, from the mythology around Saturn, yeah, yeah, exactly. Saturn wasn't really, a, yeah, <laughs> it's somebody you want to emulate necessarily from the myth. You know, I'm not a big, I'm not particularly religious, but, you know, I think there is somewhat evil and stuff that can happen, right? Um, the portrayals of this demon look exactly like the Masonic goat, Baphomet. Yep. Uh-huh. And in the original bag of Krampus, they were not gifts inside, but children. And around December time, this demon would come and steal children. <laughs> Again, it's like that, you know, devour, him devouring his children. Yes, in, exactly. In terms of our, in terms yeah. of our of mythology around the, the symbol of Saturn. The Christmas tree is a, is a symbol of a palace. The lametta on the tree symbolizes me. <laughs> I'm okay, I'm so glad I'm, I'm glad we can't read my thoughts. But anyway, <laughs> the light, the five star on top of the tree, is a symbol of Lucifer. The one they say is the beholder of light. This is why you see the torch on top of Baphomet's head in the portraits of him, or trails of him. Again, you know they're just talking basically Lucifer. Okay, sitting on Santa's lap and asking for gifts is a pedophilian ritual that comes from a Roman celebration called Saturnalia, where the rich Romans gave the parents gifts so they could have sex with their children. Uh, well, given what the Romans did, that wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> okay, so in, in terms of these really big cycles... Yeah. Yes? <laughs> so that was just an interesting perspective in terms of what we talk about with Saturn. Okay, okay. Because we know that the the Saturnalia was the p pagan ritual that took place at that time of year. Yes, yeah, yeah. And, and basically when the churches came in, 
they did take over pagan rituals. Oh, totally, easier, totally. Yeah. Easier to do that and yeah. change it into what you want it to look like. So, yeah, yeah. You know, I think. And and we would have been one of those things that they punted out as well, astrologers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 So so anyway, that was just I thought an interesting perspective to you know just this time of year and all that um and we are coming up to on the on the solstice oh it's a whopper the solstice yeah so again we're not done with this saturnian stuff no no so um, is there any upside to saturn well you know i think in our more modern interpretation probably there is than there was in the older interpretations you know, well, it, it would depend on sect because, um, yeah. you know, if you, from my Hellenistic yeah. studies, Saturn in a day chart is discipline and um, yeah. Yeah. taking responsibility. and yeah. But it does imply, because it's still considered a malefic, that um, you actually have to work at it. It's not like yeah. the benefics where they, you know, it can be ease. Yeah, and I think you know, humans do tend to like take the easy route. So, um. yeah, oh yeah, no, you have to work your Saturn definitely, but it becomes yeah. even more of maybe what you're referring to if it's in a night chart. In other words, yeah. so for our listener, what I mean by day sect and night sect is: was the sun above the horizon when you were born, or was it nighttime and below the horizon? So that can be the evening of the day or the really early morning of the day that you were born on. Yeah. 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 yeah, and so, yeah, there's that and in the Vedic astrology as well. They have, you know, yes. certain signs of their houses. It's, it's seen to be not so bad and can even be beneficial, depending on other things, always. Always. <laughs> because everything always depends on other things. <laughs> yes, so we are connected. You can never just take one piece of the puzzle. Darn. So, you know, and, and so I think, you know, it's... It takes more work and it's harder. And yes, it, you know, perhaps if you have the discipline and the yes, animal and yep. and good intention and good intentions, then it can be a positive thing. Yes. Yeah. So there's a lot of other things to consider with that. Yeah. <clears throat> but it is, you know, he is a he's a pretty heavy dude. Yes. He's a very earthy, earthy god and um, pertains to structures as we talked about last time, and we're looking at. You know, moving through his own sign of Capricorn. Yeah, we are restructuring, but to what? Absolutely. And with Pluto, you know, Pluto is that whole cycle. I mean, he is the cycle of nature, the, the birth, death, and rebirth, right? Exactly. Yeah. It's the whole. So, yeah, you can demote him if you want, astronomers, but <laughs> <laughs> he is. You know, just have a have a have a um, have Pluto come through your chart and tell me he's been demoted. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the so, the Capricornian folks then, um, on that note that Jill just said, um, one can anticipate in their life that structures that they've long held as being sacrosanct um, probably kind of imploded, are having to rebuild them. Yeah, the, you know, phoenix rising out of the ashes of some form of structure of their life, whether that was their ego, their emotions, 
Yeah. You know, how yeah. they perceive themselves. Their business. Yep. Their businesses. Yep. Yep. That's very Capricorn is, is yeah. the whole well, and, and what type of responsibility? I mean, one of the one of the pieces that I, I used to always like to kind of give a heads up to with uh, folks with strong Capricorn circuits is um, just due to our paternalistic, patriarchal social order that we in the West have been infused with. Yes. Um, there is this idea that somebody has to take responsibility. And Capricorn people can be seen as those people. But, you know, I always was, uh, you know, sort of encouraged them to realize that maybe the buck doesn't have to stop with you. Maybe it isn't your stuff, right? To take, you know, to be not just this. And so, you know, classically, it would be kids I would be saying this to because teachers will just glom on to a Capricorn kid and go, yay, I've got the monitor. Well, well, and that's, that's, I often have pointed that out with with Capricornian or Saturnian uh, people as well. It's like, you didn't get to be a child as a child. Yes. Yeah. And and so you can go, whoa, nope. You were perceived as being older than your years and therefore treated that and expected to behave that way yeah and so yeah. you're old when you're young uh, if you're a true capricornian and that's not always fun no <laughs> no that is not so saturn I, I think capricorn and saturn in general are not fun you know you get you, you do get comedians who are capricornian but they, they often have a very sort of dry delivery and uh, and some of them have had, you know, a lot of depression, which is why they've turned to humor, right? Well, exactly, exactly, yeah. Whatever gets you through the night, says the moon in Capricorn lady on the show. <laughs> yeah. So, so, yeah, Saturn um, is, I mean, it's none of these things are little cardboard, cardboard cutout yeah. stereotype yeah. images. You know, they have many facets. That's why I was reading that piece, just because it's yeah. Like, yeah, there can be this really dark side to it. Absolutely, and 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 you know we're seeing a lot of darkness in the world right now. Yeah, um, yeah, because our our you know this two hundred year cycle of Earth with the Jupiter Saturn piece um, coming to a definite closure. We hope we can only hope that the um, the greedy dynamic of uh, capitalism is put in check please uh we are on a finite planet that that is in and i think you know i mean they say money is the root of all evil but i think it's the the pursuit and the use of you know abuse of of money yeah um, yeah money is itself is just a form of exchange but it's this idea that people i i you know i it my my mind boggles at the fact that people haven't woke up to the fact that we all can't have everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's a finite planet, and we do not have the technology to get off it. <laughs> and Capricorn is also traditions, and I, mean, I think we're seeing a lot of people, yeah. well, right now, they're being told they can't have their traditions, which is, you know, there's a denial of that tra- tradition right now. Yeah, not- yeah. Have your Christmas, and and as far as the the Great Reset is concerned, they they are talking about a one world religion. So, 
that may be part of that moving that into place because we would have to take away the, the traditions and stuff that people have in terms of that in order to yeah um, well I so, yeah you know, I mean it's um, the I think with the shift into air signs that's more about a multiverse not a single verse so well, I, I mean there could be those that are imagining that they might be able to pull that off but I don't see well, the Aquarian signature as really getting on board with well, that I think I think it I mean uh, that 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 whole agenda that's being talked about although they talk about it in flowery language it, it's, a, it's a dark agenda it's a plutocrat agenda yeah right? yeah plutocrats have control and they control everything and including you and and so i you know and that is pluto in capricorn right it's the that's what plutocrat that's where plutocrats really <laughs> shine that's where they have their heyday but whatever rises guess what pluto even uh, recommends this it all falls too so yeah, <laughs> yeah but i don't know if they know that part so well and that. you know whatever yeah. and it is it is the light that needs to win again i mean exactly you're dealing with light and dark. Yeah, yeah. Well, yin, yin and yang is, you know. Yeah, and and so we can never have in this universe the way it's been organized, total black or total white. It's yeah. we're, we we live in a duality, and so yeah. you know. And the, I think yeah. And, and I think we are in in about the darkest time we can yeah. imagine, right? Yeah. And so I I do see this this. Uh, Again, looking at the degrees, you know, Saturn was at zero degrees Aquarius when um, when Jupiter and, and Pluto were doing yeah, doing their conjunctions. Yeah, the the what's going to be better is the fact because the little short term that uh, Saturn was in Aquarius, we had a drive by. That's what I call them, drive bys. Yeah. Um, he was paired up, unfortunately, with Aries, with Mars, right? Yeah. And Mars so, you know, we had, you know, a breakout of, of, you know, Black Lives Matter and, you know, the whole I can't breathe and et cetera, et cetera. This time, when Saturn finally makes its way into Aquarius, it will be joined by Jupiter, not Mars. Yay. <laughs> and... Yeah. And, yeah, you know, and there'll be that, that a different kind of split. And then Jupiter, of course, gallops ahead, which I think will open things up for the Saturn yeah, that's yeah. following behind. Yeah. It also, it also, as I talked about last time, in terms of the mythology. Yes. Jupiter, Jupiter overthrew Saturn. Yeah. Okay. He's, he's his daddy. He's coming from a confab with his brother, Pluto, <laughs> and he's meeting up with daddy again, right? Who was... He was the one who was devouring his children. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Jupiter's the guy that got away and managed to come back and take him down. Yes, exactly. So that that does give me hope. I, I, you yes. Know, I do see Jupiter. I see you know as as much as Saturn is dark and heavy, Jupiter is the light. He is he was the yeah. god of heaven, right? Yeah. Thunderbolts and all. So I do see that as you know the light overcoming the darkness, as as the solstice itself indicates. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Right, and, and their conjunction has never been closer. Yes, yeah, yeah. 
that's what we're going to see. Yes, we'll let's hope we have some nice clear nights. Well, it's December. We might. Yep. Yeah. Because they are going to be literally visible because there's some big fixed stars that are right close to them that will help to light that. Yeah, not only that, yeah. but they are going to be so close to one another yep. that they'll almost look like one, the, the, sh- the star. The right? star. Woohoo. That's what we hear about in, in, uh, in the story, right? Yep. That. Yep. Well, let's vote that it's the positive story and not the other story that you alluded to. <laughs> well, what I'm talking about is the story that we celebrate at this time. Of yes. Year, if, you're, if you're Christian. Yeah. And a lot of people are. Um, then, you know, that's what it's supposed to be about. Yes. It wasn't supposed to be about, well, what did you get me? It was supposed to be about celebrating the birth of this. Yes. This, uh, this Messiah. Right? Yeah, that's what it was supposed to be about. Yes, yeah. what we're supposed to be celebrating. <laughs> some people seem to have forgotten that it's not about how much you can buy. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, and we're coming off of this, of course, on our show. Yesterday was the the Black Friday, like. Uh, yeah. 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 Yeah, and you know, I mean, that's that's a pretty that's a pretty Saturnian thing, don't you think? Uh, yeah. Thing. Yeah. 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 It's all about money, 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 and yeah, commerce, 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 and yeah. <laughs> so to me, that yeah, it is. It's symbolic of that. So yeah, yeah. I, I you know I just think that there's so much more to dig into with all of that and the degrees in particular. Mm-hmm. Looking at which degrees have been and and are you know are set up to be triggered again. Yes. Well, we'll we'll count on you to mark those degrees down, and then we'll start looking at what pops up when they do get triggered again. Yeah. I mean, Which, and you know, you know, they'll be triggered. I mean, with the moon, it triggers something every month. Yeah. So it's not as yeah. But there can be other stuff, and there is this month actually. Yeah. And yes. And that's yeah. That's, yeah. Those are the things you look for. Is yeah. Okay. The the moon's just highlighting that degree. Is anything else going on too? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Like, okay. <laughs> Let's pay attention. So course, on that note, Jill, I yeah. am gonna. I am gonna. Oh, yeah. yeah. So uh, it's, we're it's at the halfway time. point. It's that time. Okay. Yes. Okay. So. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> so your turn to butt in when you have something to say. So the highlights for the month are on a PDF, and that is up on my website, which is www.cardinalastrology.ca, as well as copies of the solar eclipse, the full moon that's happening on Monday? Tomorrow. No, Monday. Yeah, Monday. (laughs) Duh. Okay, the winter solstice chart. Depends on where you are in the world. Well, that is true. And, but I do sort of pick it for um, the West Coast for PT, you know, for Pacific Standard Time. Those are the charts that I do. Okay, so during the month of December, everybody starts to speed up. Yay. So planets between us, the sun, uh, and the moon. Okay, so Mercury and Venus, they're both speeding up. Mercury blasts through Sagittarius and also during this month coming up will move into Capricorn. 
Uh, Mercury literally enters Sagittarius on December the 1st. This should have a qualitative feel for more optimistic people with new ideas, new horizons that they want to explore. Um, and as we try to put 2020 in the rearview mirror, I suspect we are going to have these quasi-hopeful horizons, and the itch to travel is going to get really strong this month. <laughs> I have a feeling. It'll be interesting to see where that goes. Well, and the timing of that is interesting, too, of course, because it's the day after. The yeah, the eclipse, and the eclipses are in that Sag Gemini, yeah. yes. Okay, but of course, the big ingress this month will be Jupiter and Saturn. Saturn is leaving Capricorn on December 16th. He won't be back now in Capricorn until 2049. His journey now echoes the brief pit stop earlier this year, and that was between March 21st and June the 30th, which, as I was just saying, he was squaring Mars... Um, or no, Mars was with him during that period of time. And so at least this time, like I was saying earlier, the Jupiter will be with him as he passes into Aquarius. Yay. Um, yes, there is a future and we need to agree on to new rules and structures that encompass all of humanity. Now, Saturn will spend 2.5 years approximately, leaving March 7th of 2023. Three. Those born between February of 1991 May through till May of 1993, and then again from July of 93 to January of 1994, this will be your first Saturn return. Um, yeah. Yeah, and it will be a subject for future shows, I'm thinking. We can talk about... Um, there was a podcast, actually, that I just listened to recently where a, uh, a young astrologer was going, yeah, there are these groups of people, you know, that they'll, let's say they'll have Jupiter in one sign and Saturn is in another sign and Uranus, whatever. And it does. It creates these little mini generations. And lately, in the last 50 years, we've been giving them names like Gen X and the Millennials. And we were the baby boomers. It's true. Well, <laughs> you know, and so there is these groupings of people. So I think it behooves us to maybe, you know, have a part of an episode anyway on Saturn returns for the next two and a half years, which will be Aquarius. Yeah, we can have a, a I'll look at that. And imagine the generation that's being born right now. Oh, I know. You know, that, and I have yet to see out there on the web, because there's a ton of stuff now, which is great for astrologers, um, but I haven't really seen anybody tackle that. And I'm kind of itching to do that, you know, especially when I'm cruising this month thing that I do, right? right. You see right. certain common, well, it's like if somebody's going to be born on the 21st of December, like, woohoo, what kind of chart is that? You know, like these, this, there's probably going to be somebody come in on that energy. And yeah. Even today, I mean, today we've yeah. got Pluto at 23, Jupiter at 25, Saturn at 28, Capricorn. Yeah. We are still in very close conjunction. Oh, totally. No, if you were born with that and you've got Neptune stationed. Hmm. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. No, the charts are interesting. 
Okay, so uh, Saturn is happy in Aquarius as well, exhibiting his intellectual rigor, coming to a balance with Leo ego and the need to recognize humanity, respect of ideas, responsibility of stating your position, the boundary to the father principle, the discipline required to move into the future, finding your tribe. This is a fixed sign which can get stuck in us and them. Now, Jupiter enters three days later. He will whiz through Aquarius, leaving for Pisces on December 28th, 2021. Jupiter is happier in Aquarius than in Capricorn because his joy or is cancer and so he's in his detriment or fall or one of those in Capricorn. Well, he's also he's also a, a fiery energy and yeah. a sky he's Yeah. So yeah, so he's gonna that's, be happier in I don't think Capricorn I don't think Saturn is as happy in Aquarius as he is in Capricorn because it is an airy sign and he's an earthy guy. So for me yep. that Yeah, 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 yeah. And the other thing I was just gonna mention when you're talking about um, Saturn leaving um, Aquarius, 2023. Yeah. Also Pluto leaves Capricorn. Yes, exactly. And is heads into his tour through um, Aquarius. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So the winter solstice, um, that's the next ingress. That's of course, when we all go, thank God, this sun is going to start shining for longer every day, um, is a whopper this year. The bringer of the returning light is the pivotal Jupiter-Saturn conjunction that happens that day. Now, I did put up a specific chart for um, the solstice for people who are interested in doing ritual. So let me just kind of give you a lowdown of the chart. And of course, this is for um, the Pacific Standard Time. Okay, so we have Sun-Mercury in the fourth. We have a Libra rising, we have moon in Pisces, and it goes, the sun turns over at exactly 2.03 a.m. Symbolically speaking, the sun in the fourth, grounded in ancient rituals, conjunct Mercury, speaking for our ancestors, that's what came to my mind. Moon in Pisces with Neptune in the sixth, drawing in spiritual energy and empathy for all those in service at this time. Libra rising with the asteroid, check this one out, panacea. Okay, Uh, beauty. Okay, so and the Libra rising, of course, is ruled by Venus, its ambassador. She is a benefic in a night chart. This is a night chart. And she's in Sagittarius of hope and optimism. But this having a asteroid specifically on the ascendant at that time when the sun rolls into Capricorn, this is what panacea starts for stands for okay she was the daughter of Asclepius Greek god of healing and assisted him in his work as did his four other daughters and three of his sons panacea purvey purview was medicine specifically those designed as universal cures her name has come to symbolize any general remedy quick fix or cure-all. I thought you might find this little piece interesting. Okay. Not only for disease, but any complicated problem or issue. And we know how a quick fix never is something that's going to work out. Let me finish. 
Let me finish. Let me finish. Astrologically, panacea represents pharmaceuticals and drugs, both legal and illegal or recreational, as well as the desire to easily fix a situation or problem in a simple and uncomplicated way. There can be a certain level of naivety. Oh, really? <laughs> in applying the simplistic, simplistic solutions, panacea, and we—I mean—that's a word we use, right? I know. Promotes a merely skin-deep approach to problems, which do not address root causes, but seek to gloss over a complex issue so as to achieve the appearance of success in solving it. Oh dear, let us all not be deceived by the rolling out of a vaccine that will bring us all back to the normal prior to COVID. No. Yeah, that um, ain't gonna happen. <laughs> but that, that's that, that asteroid or that is asteroid on the ascendant, but that's for this, this particular location, is it? Um, that's a good question. Well, because you have to set a chart up for specific locations. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So here the vaccine is, well, and, but it also just speaks to if here on the West Coast, if we think that some simplistic, you know, we're all going to be happy now. Yeah. Yeah. There's a whole naivety there, but maybe only for us in the West. You're right. What degree is that? Uh, okay, so let me just pull up that chart because I do have it here. Uh, so it's 19 degrees of Libra. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of in conjunct Neptune. Yeah. Anyway, for us here, um, we might want to be a little skeptical. Which kind of reinforces the need to be skeptical. Yes. Oh, know. yeah. 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 I just thought, huh? <laughs> Why would that yeah. be there? Because, yeah. I just, yeah. I just think, I just wanted to point that out because, yeah, I mean, in a different location, you can have different stuff rising. So, yeah. That's, that's well, and I'm sure there's going to be a bazillion different types of vaccines out there, and everybody's going to claim theirs is the best and blah, blah, blah. But any either way, it, no, the whole vaccine idea is a panacea. I mean, if if vaccines, I mean, certain vaccines kind of have helped us in the past, but Actually, the common no. cold hasn't been done. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's so many of them. That the thing is, if you, if you do the research, it hasn't. And what what they put in them is kind of toxic. Stuff. Well, that's that's I think the bigger issue is well, just what, how they know, make we, them. We've survived for hundreds hundreds of thousands of years as a species yeah well and we came from like microbes we, and viruses our, and our bodies are made up nine yeah 90, yeah 90 percent or more of our our cells are microbial so yeah exactly thought, <laughs> that we are attacked by microbes is is lunacy and it was proved lunacy in the 1800s but it benefits the pharmaceutical company well yeah 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 um the other thing about um that date we have mars squaring pluto yes we do i'm i'm not finished yet see i've got that Sorry. applying square mars to pluto place is tied to this ascendant here anyway okay right um and pluto acts as the release point okay so uh this moment has the long long view of history because with the you know, with the conjunction, of course, we've got a 20-year cycle starting, we've got a 200-year cycle starting, and we have an 800-year 
return to air signs for 200 years. So it's been 800 years since the world has looked, has had the Jupiter-Saturn conjunction in air signs. Okay, so here though, Venus, what is the value we require to have a future? Venus also rules the eighth of this chart, Taurus, where we find Uranus, and in my opinion, Gaia, sending a shockwave for it is a finite planet that our existence depends on, eighth house. Okay. Last but not least, of course, we've got uh, Jupiter-Saturn conjunction that perfects later that day. And he's in the fifth. They are in the fifth. The next 200 years might just depend on how we creatively move forward this year. Responsibility falls on humanity as a whole. The start of this cycle is fixed. We should bear that in mind as we make commitments this year. They have glue. And that's often how I see Saturn moving in per people's personal charts. You get a chance to experience what is the reality in your life vis-a-vis -vis wherever Saturn is traveling. Is it what you want? If it isn't, you have to take responsibility for changing it. It won't just automatically change. Um, and if you don't, if you go, oh, I'm not, you know, then it locks in again, right? And so we do need to make some changes. I think it's also important to, for, for your listeners, if they're not local, to realize that the house positions you're talking about are for that particular Yes, chart. no, I am talking about a solstice chart for the West Coast for Pacific Standard Time. So that it will be diff different house positions yes. for different yep. parts of the world. So get your local astrologer to cast a chart for you, <laughs> wherever yeah. you be. Yeah, the other thing that's, that's there is uh, applying square of sun and mercury to cap to uh, chiron yes and chiron stations direct on the 15th okay so i haven't been mentioning him in my normal forecasts but i will now okay yeah, so well, he's been in aries from 2018 and he doesn't leave until 2027 um, and this is the piece that kind of popped in my mind can we hear the cry of rage no more? Healing on a physical level. So with Aries, it's health head on because um, the symbol is a charging ram. Dynamic energy makes Aries accident prone, given to head injuries, torn or strained muscles, burnout, nervous tension. But in from Chiron's point of view, um, yeah, people with Aries circuits that need healing, this is your opportunity. I think also it is about people taking individual responsibility. Yes, for their health. good point. Yes, that is the Aries. Which is very important. Yep. I mean, you've got that Jupiter-Saturn conjunction is basically sextiling. It's a bit wide, but it's yeah. kind of sextiling. Yep. So, you know, it's pulled into that. Um, the other thing I'm seeing is the applying, trying to Uranus in Taurus. Yes, yeah. Which here on the West Coast, <clears throat> with it being in uh, the eighth house, then paying attention to how are we going, what do we value how we're going to survive? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. lunations, I'm, I'm having to move on because we, yeah. yeah. we do have specific amounts of time here. And I got 10 minutes left, basically. Okay, so there is an eclipse the day after tomorrow. Well, month, Tuesday, whatever, Monday. Monday, yes. 
Okay, it's yep. at nine degrees of Gemini. Um, it is an eclipse. So with the eclipse season, remember it disrupts our regular patterns, although most of us are going like, what regular routines? <laughs> None of us have any anymore. Um, but if you have significant mutable points um, between, so with the first eclipse, it highlights around the ninth degree. The actual nodes are at 19. Um, the second eclipse, of course, is a total solar eclipse, so a new moon, uh, on the 14th at 8.16 a.m., 23 degrees Sag, which is kind of interesting. It is next door, so not really seen by that other, but still. Usually yep. the new moon can mark a start time, but it is conjunct the south node. So other astrologers are saying clearing out old stuff which kind of makes sense so that you can make way for something new. Well, in particular, it was Pluto still in Capricorn. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. You know, we're in the last phase of that. Yes. Okay, so this will affect uh, people with mutable signatures that fall between, let's say, 19 degrees to 23 degrees. They will have particular noticing of this, and the eclipse energy doesn't always happen again like we were talking about earlier right on the day but um, can be felt within the next six months until we have another set of eclipses next summer okay then we get a regular just plain old full moon in Capricorn which because by this time um, Uranus or Uranus Saturn and Jupiter will have left Capricorn leaving just Pluto there um, just is maybe oversimplifying yeah. it but but still <laughs> it's way better than the last one we had <laughs> a series of full moons in Capricorn where everybody and his dog was there okay so here in BC the Cancer moon will have just risen so we'll be in the 12th house spiritual nurturing is up self-care is very important or it can lead to self-undoing Okay, now I'm just going to, I need to just check how much time I have. Well, I'm just noticing that the, the new moon that follows that full moon. Oh, in is January. At, is at 23 degrees Capricorn. Of course it is. Oh, God. Okay, so let me give you some more 23 degree Capricorn moments. We were talking about triggering. Yeah, exactly. Well, and that'll be one to, to look at. Okay, so I have nine minutes to blast through just some of the main little goodies that are happening. Um, let me see now. Yeah, okay, here we go. I'm missing a page. It will show up somewhere, I hope. Okay, so December the 4th, Mercury trines Chiron. Speak up if you need healing. December the 5th, Venus trines Neptune. Um, in Pisces, 18 degrees, Sangha, your spiritual tribe, tune in. Uh, December the 9th, Sun squares Neptune, a day to tune into the collective vibe, if you dare. December the 10th, Venus sextiles Pluto at 23 Capricorn. Powerful alliances can happen. Sun trines Mars at 19 degrees Aries. Assertiveness with a massage soap. <laughs> I'm not sure why I wrote that, but anyway. Oh, a soapbox moment, right, because the, the sun is in Sag, and yeah, so assertiveness with a message, soapbox moment, yes. 
Yeah. Not, not, a soap, <laughs> not a soap massage. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> December the 11th, Sun conjunct the North Node, 19 Gemini. The future is asserting itself. Mars is also trying that North Node at 19 Gemini. Okay, December 13th, Mercury square Neptune. Pisces, caution, unless you are writing a fantasy novel or tuning into promoting world peace, Mercury, Neptune, try not to sign anything that day. Not always a good idea. Uh, December 14th, that is the eclipse, of course, uh, which also has uh, Venus sextile Jupiter at 28. Partnerships are a yes. Um, yeah. Okay, Mercury trine Mars, 20 degrees Aries. Uh, messaging can be delivered with a punch. Try not to drive it home unless you want a fight. Okay, now I have to find, oh, page seven. Oh, right, I just had the wrong side up. Okay, December 15th, Venus sextile Saturn at uh, 29. Capricorn, constructive partnering possible. Okay, December the 19th, Venus, trine Chiron, four degrees Aries, possible to partner with someone who is up for your healing journey. Mercury conjunct the sun at 28 Sagittarius from a morning star to an evening star. Mercury changes his place. And that's something that I wanna study. I've never really looked into the implications of being born with Mercury as a rising star or as the setting star yeah, and the same venus. with venus yeah so uh, that's something we might just devote a show to um okay uh this is the best electional chart for december if you put one degrees aquarius rising in an am chart so yeah for those who are looking for an electional to start something uh december 21st jupiter of course conjunct uh, Saturn, that Whopper day. Um, December 23rd, Mars will square Pluto at 23 degrees of Capricorn again. Yeah. There are echoes of this year coming through today, which will be difficult to handle. Freedom of movement and power must find respect, but will they? Mercury is also squaring Chiron that day, the cry to be heard. Uh, Christmas Eve, Mercury trine Uranus. Gaia might just speak out. December 25th, this was just way too succinct. Sun square Chiron at four Aries, the hard Christmas, right? Uh, December 27th, Sun trine Uranus. Uh, how important is Gaia? Uh, December the 30th, Venus square Neptune. Um, and that, of course, Pisces, 18 degrees, hasn't really moved a lot. Uh, coming with a Cancer full moon, acceptance seems to be indicated with this aspect. And then December 31st, Venus conjunct the south node, 19 degrees of Sag. Yes, we will leave 2020 behind. <laughs> so there you have my blast through uh, the month of December. And remember the list plus the moon positions are in the PDF that are up on my show or on my website, which is, I'll repeat that again, www.cardinalastrology.ca. And our shows are now up on, well, this one will go up on Spotify and a bunch of other listening 
apps. <laughs> I'm going to post it on um, Twitter, Facebook. It's just getting silly now. <laughs> and YouTube. Yes, we will be up on YouTube. And that I have yet to find um, software that allows me to edit our silliness at the beginning and at the end. I don't think we need to apologize. It's just we're it we're all ladies and, and we haven't really got all that great a tech skill. It's all good. You have to be technically proficient. I wanted to mention one more thing. Oh, about good. Yes. December 21st. We have all the planets within 150 degrees of each other. Oh, so that is a really concentrated pattern, which if you are born with those kind of concentrated patterns, yeah, you can get a little out of balance. Yeah. So things are not in balance is what that's telling. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yes. Good, good call. Oh, more than half the chart missing planet. You got yeah. the North Node, but not planet. Yeah, it's not a planet. No, it's yeah. So that, that's all. The energy is all concentrated within 150 degrees of the zodiac, which is you know it's not. It does happen, but it's not usual necessarily. And yeah, yeah. Considering the emphasis, this particular time and that that's the day of the solstice and all. I think it's significant. Oh yes, <laughs> I I would have to agree. I would totally have to agree. Okay, folks, I think we have basically come to the end. Oh, you know what? Have I? Yes, I have been recording. Oh, I had a moment of heart attack right there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I would like to re remind the viewers that you have been listening to CJMP, a 90.1 FM, Powell Rivers Community Radio Station. And Jill and I will be back on the airwaves next week. Neither one of us have any idea at this moment what we're going to talk about. But in astrology, trust me, there is always good topics. Um, and in the meantime, everyone uh, stay well, stay safe. And uh, we will talk to you soon. Take care. This is a rebroadcast of my radio show, Astrology Today, which aired on CJMP 90.1 FM, Powell Rivers Community Radio Station.